Trev and Ben's shite-sized chunks. Do you have any addictions, Ben? Anything that really you can't go a day without having or doing? Have you been looking at my internet history again? Well, I, I, I wanted to be sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll go blind. You do know that. You get your hairs, hairs on the palm of your hand. No, all I of checked. That. It's not true. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that aside, uh, any habits? Um, I used to smoke. Yeah, you did, didn't you? you used to, were you quite a heavy smoker? 20 a day. 20 a day. Yeah. That's quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. I never know what when people say I'm a heavy smoker. I never really know what, what that would be. I mean, ten seems a lot to me. Mm. But you don't smoke. Well, yes, that is true. <laughs> I don't even really like being around smoke. Um, I don't know. I, I like a, a beer. A beer? Oh, I do like a beer. Yeah, yeah, nice cold cider. I Ooh. could do with that right now. But no, nothing weird though. You don't no- want to stop recording and go and get one, do you? <laughs> Shall we, shall we just put it, yeah. put it on pause for half hour? Let's go. <laughs> but nothing weird. No weird addictions. Mm, I'm quite... I get, I get stuck into things like video games I'm quite repetitive with. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Don't put them down easy. Foods? Are there, I mean, I'm not saying a, a full-on addiction, but they're foods you go through phases with. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Because I go through phases, certainly with things like uh, with Marmite, for example, where I, I crave it and I can't get enough of it. It's disgusting. Are you not, you're not a Marmite fan? I'm not. Oh, I love a bit of Marmite. And sometimes I'll go through a few weeks of just devouring jar after jar, and then I won't <laughs> touch it. <laughs> I won't touch it for several months. Really? And then I'll get a craving for it again, and then I'll go through it again, you know, a few jars in the space of a few weeks. Uh, uh, where are we now? Are we in a Marmite period as we I, speak? It is a Marmite period. <laughs> I am going through a Marmite. I've got two jars on the go. Right. And, um, <laughs> two on the go. Two on the go. And I can have it with, um, you know, I don't need to put any butter on bread or anything. I can just layer it onto some bread, just on its own. <laughs> no? So how um, exciting do you get with it? What, are you dipping anything into it, or just bread oh bread uh crackers <laughs> you know anything it can spread on is it does, is there naked ladies <laughs> oh <laughs> well that'd probably be the one thing that would put me off a naked lady that would really yeah marmite covering marmite mm. i'll also go through phases with uh with also like peanut butter do you like peanut butter i do i prefer it smooth since you're asking do you yeah. do you know what I, i'm not a fan of the smooth variety no? And in fact, it's very frustrating that uh, um, sometimes I'll get a craving for some peanut butter and I'll stop off at, uh, at one of those uh, Sainsbury's locals and they don't seem to do the crunchy. <laughs> they only have the smooth. What yeah. sort of store is not stocking crunchy peanut butter? <laughs> it's ridiculous. They should always have crunchy because even then, if you buy it and you want it smooth, you can put it in the food processor. I'd never thought of that. See, I'm a genius. Can I give you a little idea? I'm not suggesting this would work for a second, Mm. but have you ever thought about combining your two loves? I have. In a peanutty, marmite sensation. I've tried it. I'll tell you where it works beautifully. Go on. A marmite and peanut butter toasty. Ooh. Wonderful. I'll take your word for it. I wouldn't (laughs) touch it with a barge pole. Honestly, and then maybe with a a bit of cheese on it as well. Oh, no. You've lost your mind now. Come on. Cheese and marmite go well together. And uh, and in my mind, cheese and peanut butter go well together. So <laughs> no, no one, no one besides you has the combination of cheese and peanut butter. <laughs> so combine all three. Wonderful. No. All right. <laughs> well, the reason I wanted to talk about weird addictions is um, I've seen a couple of stories about addictions recently. One was about a man who's addicted to cereals. He has thirteen bowls of cereal every day. What breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Well, just throughout the day. 
just has them throughout the day. Uh, but he has a lot of um, a lot of sugar on it as well. Ooh. 138 spoonful of sugars a day. How has he not landed himself in a diabetic coma? Well, he's, he can't be far off. No. He can't be far off. Uh, but that's all he eats, though. He doesn't eat anything else. Uh, mostly uh, Weetabix and cornflakes. I must say, I do like Weetabix. Now... He's picked quite dull cereal there. Yeah, I mean, imagine, though, if he was picking cereal that's already sugared. Like Frosties. Yeah. yeah. Well, mind you, he's basically turning his, his I suppose cornflakes <laughs> into Frosties. Now, see, I, I, I will put a bit of sugar on some cornflakes, mm. but I wouldn't on the Weetabix, because what I like to do with Weetabix is I like to... Marmite? <laughs> no, I've not tried that. <laughs> you know that I've done uh, Marmite and Allbran. Yes. You know that that works well. I've told you that before. Mm. Um, but no, what I like to do with the... <laughs> With Weetabix, I like to put a couple in a bowl, put the milk in, and then just leave them for a bit to soak up all that milk. So they become all mushy. Then add a slice of cheese. (laughs) No, and then add one that's all kind of, you know, just dry on its own at the top. And then there's a combination of the two things. It works beautifully, Ben. So you've got a sort of mushy Weetabix sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. All layers of Weetabix. Yeah, sort of some a bit crunchy. It's like a, I like to think of it as a Weetabix lottery in your (laughs) mouth. You're never quite sure what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so basically, he's been eating cereal and nothing else for about three years. So that's about it's not far off fifteen thousand bowls of cereal. It's quite a lot, really. Not to it? mention the sugar. Yeah, and of course, milk. There's a lot of milk. Fifteen pints a, a week. That doesn't seem like enough milk. What? Fifteen pints? No, not for thirteen bowls a day. And then, of course, he's having it with cups of tea. Oh, but by the way, do you know how many sugars he has with his tea? <laughs> Nine. There's another six oh, going God there. Sake. Another six going there. <laughs> but basically, it's it's leaving him with um, no energy. He can't even walk up the stairs. He can't go out. He's dying. That's what's happening to <laughs> it's him. Basically, you can't just live on cereal. I think that's that's the ultimate thing. Uh, Why hasn't the loved one stepped in yet? Well, I think they tried. I think they tried. I mean, there used to be a TV show on, didn't they, called My Weird Food thing oh right that's catchy, catchy title <laughs> yeah I had a slightly more catchy title <laughs> if memory serves but that was the, I remember seeing that where there was a woman who lived only on crisps mm. and you know she would have uh, she'd come over from work and her dinner would be uh, a couple of bags of monster munch I can't eat monster munch anymore why can't you eat monster munch I anymore? love them love yeah. the taste nothing against them but they tear my mouth to shreds oh uh, yeah well, very uh, sharp like eating glass almost you have to suck Okay. Noted. <laughs> you have to suck them and, and soften it a little bit. I didn't know that. Which I is the opposite to, in. to many types of sucking. <laughs> um, you know, that's the, you have to let it melt in your mouth, Ben. That's the key with the old Monster Munch. I'll give that a go because that might mean they're back on the menu then because I do miss them. I tell you that the crisps that I think are the, the worst, uh, or one of the worst for cutting the mouth up, and it's ones that I tend to avoid now, it's the old Pringle. Oh, I love a Pringle. Can't eat the salt and vinegar ones though. Really? No, the too much, too much salt. Too much. Burn my lips. I think the, the, the pring- I'm a very sensitive little boy. It does. It would appear so. <laughs> you have a sensitive mouth. Yes. Um, I think that there's a strange thing about the Pringle because I remember growing up when the Pringle first sort of arrived on the scene, you know, and it was a bit of a high class crisp. The Pringle. Yeah. You know, it'd be, it would be the thing that was bought at Christmas. You know, it wouldn't be a normal everyday bag of crisps. That would be the supermarket's own brand. Mm. But then at Christmas, Pringles would appear, and it was oh, Pringles. But I find now that you know, because of the the growing trend of fancy crisps, you got the kettle chip. 
you know, you've, got, you've even got the, the the sweet potato chip now, haven't you? You've got mm. all these. So the Pringles become like the chavy crisp, isn't it? <laughs> From being the high-class crisp, it's taken quite the tumble. Yeah. Um, but the thing about the Pringles, it's shaped in a way that you think you can... This should all fit in the mouth. It's sort of tongue-shaped, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can get quite a lot in. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I find that if you try and put a, a, a Pringle in and you try and sort of line it up with the tongue so it just slips in, that cuts the side of your mouth open as you're pushing it in. I think I can get, uh, I would say, at least 10 Pringles in at once. Really? Yeah. What, what whole? This is probably why I'm destroying my mouth with crisps. Yes. It's nothing to do with the monster much. It's the 10 <laughs> Pringles that you're sticking in before you start. There's also a guy that I was reading about who is um, obsessed with um, different kinds of chili and he eats two and a half kilograms of chilies every day now i i don't understand kilograms you'll have to tell me what that is in what i understand well i think it works out about five and a half pounds of chilies every day wow so i mean that's not far off half a stone of chilies i, I don't mind some chilies but I, I i don't like that whole burning your face off mm. i like a bit of heat yeah just a, just a little bit i like that little kind of after kick do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like it when you go to a to a curry house and there's a big chili in there and you bite into it and within seconds you're crying. There's nothing you can do about it. And I will not enter any of these stupid competitions that these blokes play trying to show a bit of bravado. You know, it's a chili eating contest. Not playing it. You can fuck off. Not <laughs> interested right. in burning my face off. <laughs> but two and a half uh, kilograms a day or five and a half pounds, that's a lot. That is a um, lot. He's been checked up though by doctors because I mean, they, you know, it can't be doing you in it's any good. No. But he, the doctor said he's fine you know he's in in decent shape no worse off than any other human being so maybe you can maybe you can just eat chili peppers all day and be all right i wouldn't i'd be more worried about the other aspects of eating chili peppers do you know what i mean i've done this a couple of times where you've chopped chilies and then you rub your eye or worse but i've done that have you gone to the loo that's uh not fun it's not something you uh, you forget in a hurry. No joke. You learn the lesson, though. You do? I've, <laughs> I've only ever done it once. Yep. Never doing it again. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I mean, you mentioned being uh, having possible addictions to things like um, video games yeah. and that sort of thing. I guess that's kind of a more common addiction these days. Yeah, I think so. You know, the, the younger generation, Ben, mm. who don't know what it is to go out on their bike and cycle up and down. <laughs> You know, to sit inside, just exercising their thumbs. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> but then you see, I used to do it with a mate of mine. We used to, um, in the old days, with the good old Spectrum, we would end up playing Emlyn Hughes International Soccer for two or three days on the trot without even leaving the house. I don't know if you're aware of just how much that reference dates you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. But I think, I think I've hit on something there there's a generation that's listening who go oh I remember that game what a game they've got good memories it's still a great game <laughs> um, you can be addicted to music can you? yeah you can be addicted to music and it can be a very uh, debilitating addiction as well I get that but sort of fleetingly like for a while I'll get a certain song in my head and have mm-hmm. to hear it over and over and over and over again and then it passes yeah yeah no this, there's a man in uh, in Sweden who um, he actually receives um, disability allowances for his addiction to heavy metal oh that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah <laughs> that really is stupid he's allowed to uh, to blast his headbanging tunes while working as uh, as a dishwasher and he's even allowed to take time off from work to attend uh, metal shows <laughs> As long as he makes up the time, apparently. 
Uh, there aren't many resources available for those suffering from this problem, apparently. And uh, normally people think we're a bit, you know, soft and a little bit left wing. But mm. I mean, that really is stupid. I wouldn't call many people's quote unquote disabilities <laughs> stupid, but that one really is. Well, what if you were addicted to it? I mean, you 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 can say that, Ben, but you don't know. You you've not experienced it. It must be hell to be addicted to heavy metal. What if he doesn't like it? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I mean, what, you know, I, it's, it'd be like me being addicted to Boyzone. <laughs> this another hell. reference that dates you quite nicely. <laughs> this hell. Um, of course, there's the other thing, like when people are addicted to uh, tattoos or piercings, and because some people go mental with it, don't they? Yeah. On their face, all over the place. And we talked about that before, because she used to have uh, piercing, didn't you? I had a few. A few piercings. Yeah. So did you ear? I had my uh, three in the ears. Uh, one in the eyebrow, one through the lower lip, not through the lower lip, the, the, the area just below the lip. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's right in the middle of the, the kind of chin, really. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. the tongue. But why? why? I know I've asked you this before, but why? I think I got most of them done on the same day. Really? I think I was bored. <laughs> bored? <laughs> did, did it hurt? No. The tongue must have hurt. No, honestly, it doesn't. Oh, it must have done. The only reason I took it out basically instantly, the tongue, was because my tongue swelled up and I couldn't eat properly. Oh. And if there's one thing that really gets me cross is if I can't eat. So, <laughs> uh, so you had all these others in. What, and what made you eventually take them out and go, no, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore? Uh, I think I was going for job interviews and you couldn't really go for job interviews, all that stuff in your face. You can't really, can you? No. But some people do. I mean, I always think, you know, those people who have like the big round things that stretch their earlobes. Yeah. I mean, that fucks your ear. That's your ear fucked forever, isn't it? I've seen a few people. I saw a documentary once or a TV program where a girl who had that got in a fight and basically her opponent, two fingers straight in, pulled down. Oh! And completely split. And she's just got these two hanging flaps. Oh! Long hanging flaps from her ears. It looks, it looks terrible. It felt really bad for her. And I don't know where they came from, where these things started. No. I mean, I think Sting has a lot to blame. <laughs> You know, I remember him, you know, all that stuff about the rainforest and bringing that man over with the bit of stone in his bottom lip. And I'm sure after that, people thought, I'm going to do weird things to my face. I always have a recurring thought when I see the people with the rings in their ears. I mean, you've, your body, you can do what you want. Yeah. But I've always thought, I wonder if you could get it big enough so that I could fly a paper aeroplane through it. Oh, I bet there are some people who've got it. That'd like be a that. great way to pass the time, wouldn't it? <laughs> Would it? Yeah. What did would it be a sport that's televised I think so ITV would probably show it Saturday <laughs> night they'd show it paper airplane celebrity um, I don't know what they call it celebrity target practice uh, what would they call it what's a, what's a good plain ear pun um, the lobing bay the no. lobing bay yeah, yeah no it's not a very good one um, something about a hanger yeah that's a good one um, ear hangers yeah, but, mm, a bit, <laughs> bit lazy that one. All right, we'll, we'll work on that. Okay. We'll work on it. There's, there's something there. Uh, there's also, the, I mean, you know, this isn't an addiction, but I'm just talking about some of those cultural things. Aeroplane, aeroplanes. There you go. We've got it. Paper aeroplanes. <laughs> there we go. We finally got it. Well done. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously these aren't addictions. These are more cultural things. But I mean, like that man who had the, the stone in his bottom lip. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's obviously a tribal thing. Um, but imagine that, because, I mean, that's, again, you ne- if even if you took that stone out, 
that bottom lip's just going to be a droopy, flappy bit of skin now, isn't it? You're right. And also, again, I don't want this to sound at all racist or anything, but <laughs> when those women who have those massive, long, sort of neck ring things, yeah, yeah, do they yeah. take those off? Do their heads just sort of... They can't take them off, I don't think. I'm sure I've read that before, that they can't take it off because cause they're, they're... Basically, yeah, their head would just flop and it would probably break their neck. Ooh. So, I mean, once that's there, they have to stay on forever. That is it. Otherwise, you, you say goodnight. Quite the commitment. I think even if I was born into a tribe where people went, Trev, you've got to put some sort of... I mean, there are people who invert... the in some tribes where they invert the penis, don't they? Yeah. You know, I mean, if someone said to me, I don't know, let's say there's a coming of age at, at 10, they go, right, Trev, uh, today's the day. We're going to shove it back in there. That'll be all that's coming for the rest of the <laughs> Do you know what? Do you, I, I, I like the traditions. I, I, I do. I love it. But... Just a little step too far. Mm-hmm. You can leave that bit of me well alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, but they're not addictions as such, are they? No. I mean, they're, they're just things that you got to do. But I, I don't, it's a bit like you know, piercings. Why would people have a Prince Albert? I have a friend who's got that. Oh, I wonder what you're going to say then. <laughs> that that must hurt. I asked him, and he said no. Doesn't hurt. Must I, hurt. I, I'm with you. I can't see how it couldn't, unless he's got nerves of steel. But yeah, I, I can't understand why somebody would choose to have that. Well, apparently, it's uh, good in the boudoir. I don't care. So I hear. I don't, there are other things you can do now with, <laughs> without... You know, there are battery-powered appliances <laughs> that can help you out in the bedroom. You don't need to pierce your cock. <laughs> Fair enough. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's it for Shy Shy Chunks this week. Uh, don't forget, you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor and Ben. And join us for a live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com. Trevor and Ben's Shite Size Chunks. <laughs>